This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. So South Africa's second largest political party, the Democratic Alliance, will this weekend be electing new leadership as they prepare for the 2024 general elections. The two-day Congress, which kicks off at the Gallagher Convention Centre in Midran on Saturday, uh, will have uh, the leader, John Steenhuisen, battling it out for the position of the federal leader of the party with the former Joburg Mayor, Dr. Mpopalatze, and the third candidate, Lungile Penyani. Uh, while there are no major upsets expected uh, at the Congress, uh, the build-up uh, to the occasion takes place on the backdrop of uh, the announcement uh, recently of a resignation of the policy um, head, Gwen Nguenya, um, and also the continued concern about the party remaining an old boy's squad of sorts. Let's speak to the DA's Federal Congress presiding officer, um, Greg Crumbrook, uh, who joins us on the line. Good morning and thank you for your time. Good morning and morning to all your listeners. Just give us, uh, if you can, very br- a brief, uh, quick brief summary of how um, the Congress actually is structured in terms of uh, uh, who gets to attend and how the, le- the various uh, positions that will be um, up for grabs in terms of the elections that will take place, uh, how those will be uh, decided on. Yes, so um, every MP and MPL is automatically attending. And then for every one of those um, five councillors, so we'll have around about a thousand councillors coming as well. Mm-hmm. And then up to, uh, at least 45% of our Congress must be non-public representatives. So those will be delegates drawn from our branches around the country, whether they be urban, rural, no matter what it is, they are very well represented. Almost half the Congress, the mm-hmm. authentic voice of South Africa, we believe. And that will make up just about all the 2,000 odd delegates that we will be um, having on Saturday and Sunday. In terms of elections, um, we will be voting via voting devices. Before, before, before you yes. go into the elections, in terms of uh, how these are sourced, is this just an equitable um, uh, number of uh, delegates in terms of uh, those that are not public officials? Uh, each branch gets to send one, or is there some kind of waiting? So we have um, nearly 2,000 branches around the country now. And so unfortunately, not every single branch will have a delegate. Um, But what happens is the 1,000 delegates that will be coming from our non-public rep component, there is a formula, and it's based on the number of votes that particular branch um, achieves, the percentage of the vote. And if they are a branch in an area where we are not in control, let's say it's an ANC ward, they get extra points for that. And that's why we make sure that people who vote for us are represented, but also, more importantly, people who we want to vote for us in the future are also represented. And that's why we get such a diverse Congress and such a good representation of every Mm. single corner of the country. So about a 1,000 out of the 1,900 branches will be represented. And in terms of the voting then, especially as far as the position of leadership, uh, uh, when and how is a shortlist done? So the voting will take place between 6 a.m. and 9 a.m. on Sunday morning. Um, Every delegate will receive by SMS a link to OpaVote, which is the electronic system we are using. Mm -hmm. They will then get a code, and they drop the code um, once they've accessed the link, and the ballot papers pop up. They then will vote electronically, and then the results will be available virtually instantaneously, but um, we'll only start downloading 
just before the results are to be announced, which will be between mm-hmm. 2 o'clock and half past 2 on Sunday. So it's all electronic voting on Sunday morning. And the shortlisting of candidates, how does that work? No, there's no shortlisting. Um, anybody who wants to be a candidate, as long as they comply with the nomination regulations, which is to fill in all the requisite forms, mm. to get a certificate of good financial standing, declaring they don't owe the party any money, they can stand. And that's why this year we have a number of people who are activists um, who are also standing for leadership positions. Again, just showing how healthy and vibrant internal democracy is in our party. So there's no vetting process. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you very much. Short, of, sorry, sorry. Short, short listing. No short listing. Yeah. No short listing. But there is a vetting. Now that you mentioned it, uh, uh, what kind of vetting process and an interview process does one have to go through? Because I believe that uh, uh, there was some kind of there is some type of uh, interviewing process as well. No, there's no interview process. That would be for candidates standing in external elections, ah. um, like like in 2024 next year. The vetting, as I said, is filling out a number of forms. You must mm. be proposed and uh, seconded by members of good standing in the party, and you must have all your financials up, uh, financial obligations up to date vis-a-vis the party. So those are the only vetting procedures we have. So it's very easy to become a candidate. Mm. And then once you're a candidate, you, you start campaigning and and we'll see what happens on Sunday. All right. Thank you very much for that. Thank uh, you. Greg Krimbrock is the uh, DA's Federal Congress presiding officer. Of course, we'll delve closer into um, what actually will be the issues at play in this election and especially take a closer look at the candidates as we get uh, closer to the weekend, maybe either tomorrow and uh, Friday. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.